Welcome to the Only Football Fans podcast. Basically, we're a group of 10 mates frustrated that we can't meet up in the pub every week to chat about the footy. So, we've decided to do a podcast instead. Here we go, episode 8. We're uh, we're back and I am absolutely fucking buzzing. It's um the Leeds Southampton game's just finished and we've smashed the boys 3-0, so I'm uh, I'm over the moon. Let's get into the fixtures then, boys, from um, the week just gone. First in is actually me, because the first game that, that happened was the Leeds-Wolves game, which, needless to say, I'm not going to go in too much depth over, because I want to talk about tonight's instead. <laughs> no. um, I think we should really talk about the Wolves game, to be fair. Yeah, and just, well, just skip tonight's. It, it, was, yeah. it was the first game that was on, it, you know, you no. do it in that order. Yeah, well, I've got I've got to go through the Wolves game first, so I'll sort of I'll go through that. First things first, I'm just going to slag Wolves off to fuck because I, I don't think I've been in as that much of a bad mood losing the game as I was watching that game playing them. Like I saw a brilliant quote on on Twitter straight after the game where someone said they're just a piri piri Burnley, and it's <laughs> fucking spot on. Because they're, they're the biggest spoilers I've ever seen in my fucking in the years I've been watching football. I've they, they oh my god, it frustrated the <laughs> fuck out of me. Seriously, man, I, I could have I could have beat the wife and kids up like after that game. I was so, so pissed off. Not even joking. Nuno Espirito fucking Pulis. They, they, they got to go, man. I'm not even joking. I was fucking so angry, man. Like. <laughs> I, I, I saw I saw a stat after the game. There was 31 minutes left of the game when they scored their goal, which should be fucking disallowed anyway because it's cheating. Fucking kicking it off the off the bar on the back of our goalkeeper. That's bang out of order. I'm not having that. But there was 31 minutes left of the game after their after their goal, and the ball was in play for 12 and a half minutes of that. What? Is that a real stat? That's a real fucking stat. That's how much they spoiled. That's how much they were laying on the floor and fucking rolling about and moaning at the... There was one bit here where Neto was taking a corner and he was screaming at the referee for, like, Stuart Dallas encroaching and, like, coming too close for for him to take the corner. They're always in the ref, aren't they? Looking for... They're like Portugal B team, aren't they? That's exactly it. And they're like Portugal, but with shit players. Like, exactly, yeah. And and he's like, you know, the line with the ten yard line from the, from the corner, the little like dash on, on the touch line. Stuart Dallas is like behind that, and he's looking at the referee like as if to say, "What's this cunt moaning at?" And the ref actually went over and booked it. I think it was Neto. He booked Neto for like time wasting and moaning about it. And then Neto screamed at him as if he had been. Like, you can hear it on the TV. It was embarrassing, mate. So embarrassing. And then, I think it's great tactics seeing the game out like that. Fantastic, yeah. Nuno. Nah, it's fucking. It win, they should be. It? They should be deducted <laughs> points for that. Um, like I'm not. I'm not impressed at all. But the the other thing is Connor Cody. If I'm Raúl Jiménez, I'm fucking never speaking to him again in my life. Raúl Jiménez has just fractured his fucking skull. Might never play the game again. You you never know what he's gonna what shape he's gonna be in. Connor Cody heads a ball clear from a shot. And goes down and lays on the floor for fucking seven minutes, pretending his head's been caved in. Fucking ball at you in the forehead, mate. It's supposed to be a centre half. What's wrong with Could you? Have killed him. F- fucking mate, 
Like, what James an embarrassment. That team have got to fucking go. I'm James finished with Wolves. Piri, Piri, Burnley. Not having them. But anyway, <laughs> fuck them off. That game's finished. It don't matter. Oh, blimey. You wouldn't have think you just won a game. Jesus. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I, wanted. I wanted to get that Wolves one out of my system because, as you can tell, it bugged me a little bit. I was say, you're, take, you're taking it well, Tim. You're taking <laughs> yeah, it well. I did take they, it well. Mate, they, I'll tell you what. Hours, yeah? <laughs> if, we'd, if we'd have lost tonight as well, fuck me. Like, you boys wouldn't have got a word in the whole podcast. I'd have had me rant for about an hour and a half and then just fucking turn it off. Now like, Kyle it, knows how everyone else feels. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we fucked that one off um, and we move on to tonight's game, which, to be honest, I was a little bit worried about until I saw Southampton's lineup, and they dropped Minamino and Ings, and I couldn't get my fucking head around that. Like, what? They, so they they were fit and they got dropped. Yeah, put them on the bench. Yeah, he, he uh, came that, on. That just came on the interview, and he said he said they had a big game against Chelsea. So coming up against Leeds, whose running stats are unreal, he thought he'd go with fit play, like players that didn't play, sort of thing. Went well for him, didn't it? That worked, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, surely, well done, fella. Um, surely he sees as Leeds like an easier target to take points from than Chelsea at a weekend. Like, exactly, obviously yeah. not, bro. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just think if you're Danny Ings and you're that star man like that, you, you, you don't want to hear the words. Oh, well, I know we've had a big game against. He should be starting every game yeah, for them yeah. without it's fail. Like, he, yeah. he's too big. He's too good for them in a way. I think personally, he could be at a better club, yeah. bigger, better club possibly. But yeah, I don't. That's well, he's got circle, I, 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 I didn't see that he'd started him. He's gone full circle. We went through a couple of seasons where Liverpool were raiding all the Southampton's best players, and now Southampton are raiding all Liverpool's best players. <laughs> so fucking hell, Salah and Mane have been there next year and all. Two two <laughs> games in, he's, two games in, he's patting the fucking bag. <laughs> but yeah, I thought like as soon as I saw that, I was like, fuck me, I fancy this now. Like, who did they they had? Who did they play instead of them? They played Teller and Tell him. someone else. I haven't play, like, played that game for ages, Teller. What's a game that is, by the way? <laughs> but, um, June, 22nd, yeah? June the 21st. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was quite confident when I saw their lineup. And to be yeah, fair yeah. to Southampton, the first sort of half an hour, they were probably the better team. Like, like you were saying, like with the running and that of, of Leeds, they, they matched it. And they pressed us high and they made it quite hard for us to get into the game. But they ran out of steam. Like it, They were reminiscent of a lot of teams we played in the championship last season where they try and match everything that we do. And they can do that for a certain period of the game and look all right and hold their own. But once they run out of gas, it was just one-way traffic. Like They ran out of gas after about half an hour. Um, and then at half-time, they brought on Minamino and Ings. Uh, and then they made another substitution as well, but they were just chasing shadows, mate. They could, they couldn't get after us then. We just took control, and once we sort of got ahead, like a lovely finish from from Patrick Bamford. Um, once we got ahead, that was that was it really. Like Rafinha just fucking schooled them for for the whole of that second half. Like, well, I, I, before we started recording, Matty, I was saying to you about your mate Bedders, the commentator said he'll sleep well tonight like Rafinha had him on toast mate poor, uh, like, poor guy's just been absolutely sub- southern pride in the last three he weeks he has <laughs> yeah he's like he's in trouble I think he's, he's definitely going to be at Arsenal next year I'm, I'm, honestly I'm, I'm yeah, oh, yeah. he'll be Arsenal's <laughs> captain mate oh, 
loads. <laughs> but yeah, hey, we. Um, Dave was a bit quiet tonight, though, wasn't he? Tell. Who was? Dave was a bit quiet. Who? Dave. Jack Harrison. Oh, Jack Harrison. Jack Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we took okay, him off half time. He was um he was poor in the first half, and yeah, that was one of the good moves they made. They took him off at half time. They brought Helder Costa on, who, to be totally honest with you, a lot of Leeds fans, including myself, have sort of run out of patience with Costa. We've got to that stage where it's like the end of this season. We should really cash in, sell him back to a Championship club, get like ten million or whatever, and reinvest it because I don't think he's up to it. But he was a big part in the change of the guard in that second half. He was fucking brilliant in the second half. I tweeted um, during the second half to say he's put his name in the act to, to, to make a start in the next game, the way he came on and, and, and put a shift in. Like He didn't just offer a lot. Oh, Jesus, sorry. I'm looking, Anyone who's watching, I'm looking up at the Chelsea-Atletico Madrid game, which is going at the moment, yeah, and Atletico Madrid nearly scored. But, um, but yeah, he, um, he really made a difference, Costa. He was running in behind um, and they were they were in trouble. Like Bertrand couldn't live from, with his pace and he was causing him a lot of grief. And he put in a, a bit of a shift defensively as well. There was there was one occasion where they was on a break. Um, I think it was Tello who was running in behind and he was through. But Costa put the fucking burners on and got in front of him. And then he, he tripped Costa and it broke it all down where they would have been clean through. And it was great sort of bit of effort from him. It's what we want to see. But um, but yeah, I, I, I was really pleased with it. And it, it's a fucking massive win, really. Takes us back into the top half above the Gooners. Go on, lads. Um, so yeah, back down in, in at the bottom half you go. And um, yeah, we're buzzing, mate. I was fucking over the moon with it. What have you, what's your opinion on it, Jonesy? I don't know if you watch the game. Yeah, I, I caught, you know, little bits of it. But I'm just going to go back to the Helder Costa thing. Like, Again, in probably the last two, three games, he's come, he's sort of coming back into the to the fold a bit. But is, do you think that's because he's a confident sort of player? Like he scored, his, he scored a goal the other the other go. He did, a couple yeah. Of games a couple, ago, of, couple of games ago, he scored, yeah. So do you think that's why he's sort of playing well? Because I don't do you reckon know. he's just that or what? He is very much a confidence player, Costa. Um, but yeah, it, it might well be that that he sort of came on and had a decent performance and that sort of filled him with a bit of confidence where he's sort of gone, yeah, I fancy this now and it's like lit a bit of a flame under him. But He looked all right when he came on against Arsenal. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he'd he done all right so in that as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, it could, it could well be, Kyle, that he, that he got his goal and it sort of kick-started him a bit because it started the yeah. season. When we, the first sort of five or six games of the season, he was on fire. He got a couple of goals in the first few games and it could be right. It could have given him that confidence to sort of like free himself up and express himself a bit. And he, he looked phenomenal. And then he just all of a sudden become shite again. Yeah. And he had quite a few games and he's, he's not played for quite a while up until a couple of games ago, but um, he looked back to his best tonight when he come on. What, yeah, what, no, you, what you do what? you think, Greg? Yeah, no, I was just going to say like on that, do you reckon because, um, because Rafinha has come in and done so well, Obviously, like, yeah, you start off the season well. A lot of people, like, try, obviously, you know, off of back of pre-season that and they're, they're buzzing. But then they can tail off because of someone's doing so well. And then, obviously, he's got him to contend with. He's got, obviously, Jack Harrison's pretty much a start, guaranteed start. You know, he's got two people to contend with, isn't he? He has, yeah. And, and to be honest, at one stage, he found himself even further down the pecking order because um, Jan Perveda is a young kid that we've got. 
sort of yeah. overtook him as well. He's injured at the moment, Paveda, but he sort of stepped above him as well because Cost was performing so badly. Um, and it was getting to the stage where he was like, he's going to be fourth, fifth choice if he don't buck up. Mm. But he seems to have maybe looked at himself because he had a similar situation when he was at Wolves when they got promoted. And he played like quite a fair few in their, their first few games. I think he played about 20 odd games in that that season from in the Prem. But after, after Christmas, he weren't as involved and mm. he sort of found himself fourth, fifth choice and having to go elsewhere. And he came to us on loan and then we signed him. And I think he might have, well, to be honest, I thought he was going to be in his self-same position. I thought we was going to have outgrown him and he was going to have to leave in the summer. But if he if he performs from now to the end of the season, if he performs like he did tonight, there's no way he's, he's going because he's, He's shown he can offer something, whether that be off the bench or as a starter. He's shown he's got something about him, but it surprised me because I thought he was on cruise control just to cruise his way through to the summer and then find another club. But but no, he, he did impress me tonight. I was really 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 impressed with him. But um, but yes, yeah, so that's, that's a big three points for us anyway, boys. And uh, I don't know if you saw as well. Well, Bielsa in his in his presser yesterday was pretty much hinting that he's going to stay at Leeds for quite a long while to come as well, um, which we're all buzzing about. Because even they, they asked him about, oh, you must be sort of, there's quite a lot of clubs that would be possibly interested in you. And he, he virtually come out and said, there's no other club that offers the project that I've got here. Um, and I don't really want to go anywhere until my project's finished. Um, he think, thinks it's a job that's not completed yet. I don't know what he looks at as a completed job, but he, he doesn't think he's completed his job with us yet. And he um, he loves the city and he, he loves the club and by all accounts, he wants to stay for quite a while. But from what I've heard, I think his wife's actually moved over from Argentina now and lives over here with him, which any club he's been at has never happened. His family have always lived in Argentina. So he must be, must be quite content with being here. He'll probably um, fuck off somewhere else now that his wife's turned up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Yeah, he'll be on his bike. It's a bit of London, <laughs> isn't it? As long as there's a decent steakhouse in Leeds, he might be all right, mate. Oh, fuck me. Oh, there's plenty, mate. He's, he, he likes he likes um, a few gas around there. He likes the tea room as well in Harrogate he goes to. He's been photographed in there a few times. Tell's got a GPS tracker. Oh, fuck me. We all have, mate. We adore that, man. No, it's his bedroom window. If I I fucking knew where he was, I would be, mate. Don't you worry about that. I'll be up in the tree. Trying to track him down to deliver that cake. (laughs) What's that, mate? Trying to track him down to deliver that cake. Yeah, oh, fuck me. Yeah, he'll be getting (laughs) up on in a few weeks. He keeps on. Oh, it was a wagon. It was a, it was a wagon wheel, not a cake. Al Hafores. Go on, Pat. You got you got something to say, mate. You just talking about um, Bielsa, like him and he's going to stay and sort of seize himself, like the future there. Obviously, this year aim was survival for you guys. What do you reckon it'll be realistically like next year, or like how long till do you reckon they'll want to be pushing up and challenging for Europa or anything like that? Well, they've sort of set their their model out was a, like a three year plan to become a top six side. Um, right. From getting promotion, they've got three years to sort of try and set the foundations in place to try and become a, a top six side. That's why when you hear, hear, hear talks of all these clubs that are, would be interested in the likes of Rafinha and that, we we ain't looking to 
do what the likes of, I don't know, like Leicester and Wolves and that, that have had players that have come through, made a bit of a name for themselves, and then they flog them on and try and replace yeah, them. Yeah, We're yeah. not looking to do that. We're looking to bring in your likes of Rafinha, especially if Bielsa's staying. The likes of Rafinha, he, he wants him to come in and then in the summer, he wants to bring in another sort of like attacking midfielder and another sort of central midfielder to strengthen that and bring in players of the level of Rafinha and gradually over the next sort of three seasons, gradually improve the whole squad. So we've got like 11 players that are of that calibre. And then all of a yeah, sudden, yeah. You, you're in the mix. Do you know what I mean? And especially if you can keep your likes of Rafinha, he's on a long contract and there's no, we've got no need to sell. We're... We're pretty well off now, like being promoted back into the Premier League. We've got backing from the San Francisco 49ers as well. So we're, we're pretty well off. I, I think the end goal is in the next sort of three years to be a top six side. Um, but hopefully it happens. You just never know, do you? You just don't know what happens off the field and that in, in these instances. But yeah, um, but yeah what, what do you reckon, Kyle? I was just going to go back to the Bielsa thing. Do you not think that could just be a little smoke screen? That he's, he might be might be waiting for Barca or something like that. I mean, he ain't he ain't going to come out and say no way. No, I'm not I'm, even. I want to leave or what? You are you worried about that at all or no? Not, like... not remotely. Knowing what that guy's like, you say that he's not going to come out and say he he would. He'd come straight out and be like, I'm not happy. I'm going to leave. It's what he's done everywhere. He, I don't he, think he's not happy. I just think the law of someone like Barca. I just think he's not interested. He's not interested. Barcelona Barcelona is skin. But the, the, the thing, the thing with Bielsa, Bielsa's a he's a football romantic, and he likes he's apparently he's got a list of sort of things that he wants from a football club, and a lot of what that is is he wants to sort of take someone from we we were the perfect candidate for him because we've got a, a rich history, we've got a massive fan base, and we were massively underachieving from where our status should be as a football club. That ticks all of his boxes um, because he wants to sort of take hold of a club and make them into what he thinks they should be or could be. The likes of Real Madrid have been in in for him before. He doesn't even entertain talks of it because when he first took over at Leeds, he he does like a tour of the training ground and he goes around and goes like, I'm not happy with this. That fucking plug socket over there looks wrong. That should be moved 10 foot to the left. And, not even joking, he does all shit like that. He's very particular with how things should be run. And the likes of Real Madrid, Barcelona, all these so-called top clubs, they wouldn't give him the control that we've given him. Yeah. It, it wouldn't happen. That. He had it at Lazio, yeah? Lazio are a massive club. He went there about, I don't know, seven years ago or something like that. He he saw all... They ticked all the boxes like they're massively underachieving. He wanted to sort of bring them back to become an Italian giant. He quit after one day. Because he went in his first day, he, he basically had the list of discrepancies that he was like, right, I want you to do this. Um, these lot of these players here aren't good enough. These ones are. The training ground needs changing. I need this doing, that doing. And they sort of m- were mulling over. They was like, oh, I don't know about that. We can maybe sort this one out and then we'll like, revisit them other points in a few months' time. And he's like, no, you told me you would follow everything that I fucking want are you going to sort these now or not? And they were like, well, no, not yet. And he went, all right, bye then. Move that fucking plug socket. I don't want it there. And, yeah. and, and they were like, well, what do you mean? Like, bye, you fucking, we've only just signed. Look. And he, he basically said to him, rip the contract up. I don't want paying off. You don't have to pay me a penny. I'm gone. 
and he fucking got on his plane back to Argentina and they never saw him again. He's 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 a very sort of autistic in a way in, in his fucking like the things he's very particular. Things have to be set in a certain way. Right, right. He's not, if he's not happy with it, he's gone. And that's why we've been brilliant. Like our owners know they knew all about him. Uh, and they know a lot of his history and they're fans of him. And they've basically just bent over backwards. They said, whatever he fucking says, we follow. And, they, and they, they've continued to do so, even in the Premier League. Oh, there were Leeds fans that were worried that once we got to the Premier League, they might not sort of do it as much. They might sort of get ideas above their station and then go, oh, he's getting a bit out of fucking out of his box. Let's jog him on and bring in a, someone who's sort of going to do as they're told a bit more. But they've they've continued to just fucking let him do his thing, and it, it will it, it will pay off if we, if we keep him for the next three seasons. I think we will be a top sixteen. People might laugh at that, but no, I think with, that, with, with that man in charge with and the board backing him, and if we're signing the players that we're going to be looking at, like Rafinha, I, I don't see anything that's going to hold us back. Apparently, Bielsa's got a list of eleven players here, yeah, on like his dream eleven as to what he would like as his end team at Leeds United. And Rafinha was one of them that was on that list. And then they've got like sub headers underneath that as players that they'd like, as if like, for example, Mbappe might be number nine and he might go, that's not an option. The one underneath him is such and such. And then they go from that. And Rafinha become available. (laughs) No, but do you know what I mean? I'm just like, it's not hypothetical, but Rafinha became available they never thought they'd be able to get him. He'd become available for a lot cheaper than they thought, and they went for it. And like they actually spent that money when we weren't even planning on buying another player, but because it was a possibility, they went and got him. And they've got a few lined up that are in similar in a similar way. And I, I'm like I'm happy for the future. The main that that win tonight pretty much secures our safety. So oh, anything else now is a fucking bonus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we can have a free about, run at it now. Don't worry about Barca. I think they've got their eyes on Ollie, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at the wheel, mate. But, um, leave it, leave him alone. But yeah, we'll um, we'll bring that that to an end anyway, boys. I'm fucking over the moon, Guinness in hand. So yeah, I'm fucking buzzing with that. The next game we were going to talk about was we're going to follow on from the Leeds Southampton game and go into Southampton Chelsea. But Ben and Hoppers have been selfish cunts and are watching Atletico Madrid Chelsea. Um, which I'm sure that they will regret because Atletico will do a job on them. But, um, yeah, without them to me, I'm not going to fucking talk about Chelsea and I don't think any of you boys will want to either. Can I? To be (laughs) fair, you might want to because the next game's the Merseyside derby, so I don't know if you want to delay it or... I don't know. Well, the Hudson-Odoi thing was a bit funny. I don't know if you you want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, touch on that then. Yeah, go on, Jonesy. But no, no, I just... I don't know. I just it was a question I sort of had for the Chelsea boys. I mean, I, again, I didn't watch the game. It's only what I've seen. I've seen it floating about on Twitter and things like that. I just don't get it. Like, I mean, and he started tonight watch, did, as well. Did anyone watch the game or no? Did, I take it no one even watched. So it, bits of it, but I weren't paying enough attention to. I mean, was, was he that bad? I mean, thought, I, again, I haven't seen it from from what I've heard. I think it was more oh, he just he was a bit lazy, wasn't it? Yeah, one at a time. But um, go, go on, Pat, you go, mate. I think it was more he just, you know, when just a player looks like he ain't interested and just not really bothered about it. And I think old Tucho or whatever his name is, you know, noticed that and obviously wants to probably set a standard, doesn't he? Of he ain't going to stand yeah. for that. And 
You know, if yeah, he lets play go wherever he goes. Yeah. And by all what? accounts, in that half an hour, he made more sprints than any other player on, on the Chelsea team. Oh, really? So, oh, really? I don't know. Like, I did, again, I didn't see it, so I'm not too sure. Matty, what was you going to say, yeah, mate? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say that I didn't watch the game, but I just read in the media that he subbed him off after 20 minutes, similar to what Kyle was saying, looked disinterested, wasn't showing the right energy levels. It looked like his mind was kind of elsewhere, but like they've started him here in this game. How can that make any sense? If you've been hauled off after coming on as a sub at half-time, surely you can't be starting a Champions League last 16 tie against opposition that are like much better. That don't make no sense. Yeah, it's a strange one. And he'd done it publicly as well. He outed him. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, private, everyone knows about it. And it's, 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 yeah, it just seems like an odd, odd thing to do. But mm. apparently, the player's happy with it, took it on the chin, and they've moved on. Well, he's on a fucking fortune. I bet he is happy with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you think, Greg? Yeah, no, I was just, it was uh, from what I've heard, mate, it was just, he wasn't doing it. Like attacking, attacking wise, as you say, he made the most sprints. And that it was more the defensive side, apparently, that he wasn't happy with. And um, yeah, apparently, he's he's done it before. Obviously, we don't get loads of coverage of obviously the French football and everything, unless you're really interested. But apparently, he's done it before to a couple of people, and he's not shy about outing them either. And it, it's just, it's obviously what he does and tries to get reactions. Mm. And Again, he started him tonight, so he's obviously hoping for a reaction. And if if Hudson Adore don't buy into it, obviously he's a young player. He's he's on a bumper contract now, and he's probably going to outlast Tuchel. But if he don't do what he says, he ain't going to play. So I was gonna I was gonna say you, you mentioned it. I was gonna say, do you reckon by starting him tonight, he's looking for that reaction? Then oh, hundred like, percent. a bit of a test. Right, but the the other problem is you've got the likes of Bayern Munich that are sniffing around him. Um. If you're in, do you sort of, does things like that sort of turn your head and you go, you know what, I don't need this. Depends what sort of professional you are, isn't it? There's some people that would ruin, but then there's obviously some that, you know, got to take that on the chin. That's what he wants. He's coming in. You've got to buy into his philosophy, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose and so, yeah. Or you can just call him a cunt and land in the transfer request. Or that, but... <laughs> It's one of them. If if you don't do what he wants, you ain't going to play, is it? It's like obviously Bielsa. You know, what I mean? if you don't do what he says, you ain't going to play. A bit like any manager, really. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah, the difference is at Chelsea, they probably know if you just sit on your fucking hands for six months, that can't be out the door, yeah. anyways. It won't. Oh, happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thing is with with Hudson Odoi, he obviously signed a new contract just before he got injured, didn't he? Um, yeah. So you know, he, he's got quite a while to run. <clears> plus. They're going to have to pay up whoever wants him, if that is the case. But yeah, yeah so he's, he's a strange one. But that's enough about Chelsea. Enough like, none of us Chelsea, fucking like yeah. him. So that's enough about we, them. We, we don't, don't care anyway. Yeah. Get up for Carl. Do you Sorry, want to? Um, just... Did you want to skip this next one as well, Greg? The Merseyside derby, or no, not at all, mate. Let's talk. I'm about quite it. happy to talk about it. To be fair, yeah, I think no, it's I'm, quite I'm happy. I'm happy to talk about it. <laughs> Well, get us going then, mate. You boys obviously lost for the first time in quite a while against Everton at Anfield. Um, And uh, yeah, 2-0 loss. What's your your thoughts on it, mate? It's one of them, isn't it? We're in that, we're in a run. It's horrible, isn't it? But it's just the start. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's three minutes in. Like the biggest game, so to speak, obviously... It's one of the biggest games of the season for us anyway. But 
it's like the biggest game in this sort of run that we're in as well. Like we ne- we needed to have a reaction, and three minutes in, it's I don't know. It's just it's poor, poor play, really. I'm like I've watched it back a little bit earlier as well, and I just Thiago's trying to he's trying a dinky little header in the middle of the pitch. And it's and then he, he gets caught ball watching. It weren't just him. Wijnaldum, I think, got caught ball watching a little bit as well. They, once he tried that dinky little header, they then popped it into Hamez, who was just standing by himself. And then he plays a little slide raw ball, and Kabach caught on his heels, and Richardson finished. Like, and it's three minutes in. It's it's like game plan out the window. All the all the all their heads went like down a little bit, but. We still weren't good enough. Again, it's just not good enough. The movement, it's just, yes, yeah, you can't, I can't put my finger on, on what's going on, but it's just well, not great. We'll, we'll pass it sort of around the boys because I'm sure we've all sort of got questions about it. Oh, I, yeah, there's still more to talk about. 100%. Of course, yeah. This is it, um, I'll, come, I'll come to Matty, but before I do, I just want to sort of put out there to, to everyone that, that that's now four, four losses on the, on the bounce for Liverpool. In them oh, yeah. four games, they've only scored two goals and they've conceded ten, which is mental, considering Beautiful. where they've come from. But we'll come, we'll come to you, Matty. Not you, Carl. <clears throat> pipe down for a bit. Um, we'll come to you, Matty. Um, <laughs> no, opinions just, on it, mate. Yeah, just a question for Greg. Just like generally talking amongst friends, like a lot of love, people, love that I, a lot of people that I know, <laughs> back back to Everton to win that game. Now, yeah. if I was a betting man, which I used to be, um, I would have never ever have touched Everton, even if it, even if Liverpool were on poor form. Four four home defeats, the first time since nineteen twenty three, I believe. Yeah, but do you think? I have a question for you. Do you do you think Klopp's taken Liverpool as far as they can go under him? No. Uh, listen, it's or, like. <laughs> no, it's a, that's a genuine, it's a genuine, no, no, no. genuine question. You've won the league. He's won the league. He's yeah. won the Champions League. Yeah. And obviously, you've massively fallen down this year. I'm not having it. You, you. It's all to do with Virgil Van Dijk because that's bollocks. Yeah, but it's not but just one person, the, is it? That's- your game is more than your, your game is more than one centre back. But like Liverpool are crumbling at a rate, at an alarming rate. Like yeah, how so, how do you so think our players though? Huh? So, like, so's our players. We're, you know, we are, we're not, we're not, we're obviously not being able to play the same game without certain players, yeah, without certain players. And I mean, obviously, missing, you know, keep saying it, Van Dyke is massive. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But it's not just him, but there's no. whatever's, whoever's missing, like your Fabinho's, your Henderson out of midfield, it's not allowing certain people to go and do what they need to do. Yeah. It's the, the, the whole sh- the, the shuffle that it's causing is just too much. Oh, it's, and and the people that are coming in are just not. They're obviously not up. They can't keep up the same standard as what that team did. Yeah, they, that team is obviously so special, and once you start moving one or two, it's just not. It's not there. And even the argument is, we've still got the front three, and that's right. We still have got that front three, and they're not scoring goals and whatnot. But us, I firmly believe that comes from behind. There's, there's yeah. no mid, there's no midfield runners that's even going beyond them. It's just like they're coming deep. In 
in Liverpool, in fairness to yourselves, you've had a horrendous run of injuries, not even just at centre-back. You've had key midfielders out. Now Henderson looks like he's out. I mean, do you, do you think Liverpool will make the top four this year? No. I can't, the way it's going, I, can't, I mean, how uh, many games are left? 13? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, it's going to be silly, tough, I think. The silly thing is, we're still, we're still there or thereabouts. Only three, point, three points off. No, sorry, five points off top four. We are, but then the run, like, the run we're on, the, the players... <laughs> The players that we're missing, it's massive. Do you know what I mean? And yes, yeah. we've got we've got a couple of games coming up that you should say are bankers. Who have you got next in the league? Sheffield United. Sheffield United. <laughs> it's, it's a relegation battle, isn't it? I mean, um, stranger, stranger things about me. I can't. I mean, they've got nothing got, to play for. But then obviously we've got Fulham and Chelsea as well. Fulham are on a. They've turned the corner. Yeah, now. Fulham are playing very well at the moment. So there's nothing, and I'm. With the team we've got, I don't. I wouldn't say there is any bankers. So, just, just I don't think to, there is any bankers in the Prem anymore. No, there ain't. Not this year. We've got certain teams that are on a good like run of form, like West Ham. Like you'd have if whoever West Ham are playing at the minute, they're going to give them a game. Oh yeah. But I, I mean, as far as other teams are concerned, from like maybe the top four down, we can all beat each other. It's just a question of who turns up on on a day. Yeah. The, the thing I, I'm sorry to to butt in, boys. The thing I wanted yeah. to ask you Greg is like them next three games at Sheffield United Chelsea and Fulham if you don't come out of them with at least six points penciling in the Sheffield United and Fulham games is six points I'll say seven we need seven 100%. but that's what I mean if you don't with at least six is Klopp in trouble no I don't think he's in trouble personally like everyone knows the situation. if you lose to Sheffield United nah yeah. That'd be five losses on, on the bounce. These are American owners, mate. They they ain't got no I like tie to Liverpool as a club or or the, the personal thing with Klopp. They're businessmen. Yeah, maybe so, but I, I personally I don't think he's in trouble. He's got you know it's <coughs> it's what it is at the minute. It, it, Pardew's available. I say, I you know I've, they they you may be all right. They're fuck off. They're partly, they're partly to blame, I personally think. Anyway, for not for not delving into their pockets a bit more, you know, how can you how can you win the Champions League and then win the league, and only only get um, Jota? Uh, you know what I mean? And he was unlucky so, there as well because he come in and he's yeah oh, hit he's the ground running and then got yeah. injured, didn't he? But like going back to <clears> obviously the scum, like every year whether they won the league or not. They strengthened with a marquee signing. Do you know what I mean? And proper club, that's why. Yeah, were. Yeah, you have been. You were, have been we were the last, club, yeah. You have been for the last seven years, haven't you? But, um, that's your yeah. one Premier League getting on. <laughs> you fucking singing. One <laughs> Premier League. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, God. Even Blackburn have won that money. Are you happy? Are you happy you're in second? Or? Giggs, he won it more times in his 30s than you've ever won it as a club. Oh, <laughs> wow. Here we go. Here we back, go. Wow. Back to the game anyway. But they... Um, no, I don't think he's in trouble. I don't think so. It's obviously a silly run. and I think in modern football, though, you've got to think he's in a bit of trouble. That's what really? makes me think, yeah. Five games in a row if you lose... I mean, come on. He's, yeah, but he's in trouble, I'm telling you. Surely you've got to look at... the. You've got to look at the team and that that he's got. He's, he's down to literally 
Okay. Bear, bear, bear bones, like squad, squad players. The problem with it is, do, do some of these owners look at it like that? Yeah, that's Maybe what I'm saying. They, How do they look not. Especially, but, they're not football people even. It's not even... That they're it's, a, it's a business. Yeah. It's a business. Well, it is, but, yeah. Um, um, I think uh, he's got uh, enough uh, in the bank. Anyway, Pat, what, what, what do you reckon? While, while you are asked this, I'm just going to run and grab uh, second Guinness. So, uh, crack on. Yeah, just touching on what you said a second ago, Greg, about they should have, like, you know, gone out and bought a marquee signing. Wasn't there rumours of sort of they were trying to, you know, keep the purse strings tight last year so they could go and splash big money on, like, a big name this this summer? I've, obviously, potentially, I've heard that we there are, they are talks still of obviously having quite a bit of money. But it's, you know... The squad's been together for three years now, and only only getting in like Jota and uh, who else did we bring in? Simicast. Well, you brought in Minamino, didn't you? But he's got Min- yeah. Well, yeah, he's on loan. He's he's doing <laughs> all right on loan. Scoring but, goals, yeah. Yeah, but it's you know that squad's been together for quite a while, and it, it's now told that all right, no one could have foreseen that these these injuries were coming, but. It's now racked up the injury list and it's down to bare bones and the players just ain't good enough, mate. Some of the players, you know, that are coming in, they're just not good enough. And it's, you know, you're down to what, three, three centre-backs now that are, two of them are new, only been there a month. And one that's been there or thereabouts for a little while and only just started playing like this year. So defensively, we're still fucked. Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's it's still affecting the whole team, as it like what I was saying before. The move, the movement in midfield, it might be good deeper in the pitch, but none of them are getting forward. That means the front three are dropping deep. They're getting the ball feet. There's nothing in behind. We're not hurting teams. All we're doing is playing in front of teams, and they're just sitting in and playing the block. And it's just it's too easy. And to be honest, we got bullied the other day. We did. <clears throat> and it's it's silly to say, obviously, you know what I mean, being Premier League champions and that, but we've I just got to look at it and think it's it would have been totally different. We might not have won it again, but it would have been totally different if we could have had the whole squad. Yeah, it definitely would have been more of a challenge at least from that. That's all yeah, that's all we can sort of hope that once we get everyone back, the levels will go straight back up. But that's obviously going to be next year. So, top four, I, I think, is highly unlikely. But there's always hope. We could turn it around and win all of our games. But <laughs> highly unlikely. Yeah. Um, Dave? Yeah, I just wanted to say that the only positive, really, that come out of that game for you is the ref looked at the VAR screen too quickly and you got away with Trent not being sent off. I mean... Oh, 100%. <laughs> initially, I, I was... I was Thinking that I was, was screaming. I thought it was well harsh. I thought it, but then when you look at it a bit longer, you see him hook his foot up, and you realise uh, he got yeah, away with he got, there. I, I personally think he his his foot come off it come off the ground because he got kneed in the head. <laughs> He's concussed. <laughs> no, but like I, I was sort of having this argument. Like Allison's made a great save. Trent's already gone to block the shot. He's on the floor. He doesn't know where Calvert Lewin is. Calvert Lewin sees it all unfolding. And actually runs into him. Runs into him, yeah. But then any chance he had of keeping Fair it, enough. 
listen, I, I, he's he, quite he? clever play by Calvert Lewin. If, if I'm being honest, it is. At the end of the day, it is. He's the forward. He's the one that's probably going to tap the ball in. But then, if the referee goes over, gives the penalty, he has to send him off. He's not a goalkeeper. The double jeopardy comes into play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just mad. Us should have been sent off like that. So they look again, at so quick that they then they need to keep, keep looking at officials, it. Look so yeah. quick. And other things like I will probably talk about it later. But like the the Lingard goal, the West Ham goal was so onside, and they're looking at it for about ten minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. strange. It, it's silly, mate. The officials are that yeah. they've got they've got the they've got the voice in their ear. They've got their own mind. They've got the the. The screen that they're going to look at, they, they don't know what's going on, mate. They just wait, wait until the fans come back in and the fans are screaming at him. It's another oh, It's going to make it even crazier. Go on, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Want to try on? on. <laughs> now back on, back on, back on that thing. Like, I want to get Greg's reaction to it, and obviously what other people, what you boys are thinking as well. I, I, it's not a penalty for me, right? But it has to it had to be given because. Although he's not meant to, he has stopped Calvert-Lewin from scoring a tapping. So uh, it, is, it is a fine how, line. It is a sticky how one. Has it? How has because it? Because he if has. He, he's, got, he's a bit clever. Yeah. But if, if Trent, Trent's face... So he's gone to block the shot and Trent is now facing like where the crowd would be. He don't, he can't see Calvert Lewin behind him. So how is he? How is he? Purposely... I don't think I don't think Calvert Lewin was behind him. Like behind him, behind him. I think it was all too close. I you think need him in the back coming... of the head. How is he not behind him? He no, need him in the back too quick. of the head. It was too quick. He as he slid in, it's been it's it's such it all happened so quickly. I think. Whoever, I just don't listen, think it wouldn't it wouldn't have been fair to say is. sorry, Calvert Lewin. He's in, he was in your way. I know he, was, he didn't. He hasn't gone through the same thing happened with Louise and that, and then red cards back in pre, earlier in the season. You know, he's tried to pull yeah. away. He got a red yeah. card. So Whoever, listen. So personally, I don't think it's a penalty, but whoever that attacking team is, whether it would have been Everton, whether it had been Liverpool at the other end, whether it had been Man United in another game, whoever that attacking team is, it's a penalty. You want a penalty for that? I think you do. Although it's, it's a soft yeah, one, it's I'm a saying. bit of a sticky one. So I'm yeah. personally saying it's not a penalty, but it's been given and... Whoever that attacking team is, whether it would have been Everton or whoever one of us, if that was our attacking team, not you West Ham. West Ham would have got it. You want a penalty West because Ham, it's Jonesy. Yeah, your cunts would have got it if you was the defending team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back up the other end, guys. Straight for the end. But, but going, going back to going back to Dave's point. Fucking the penalty. Eight. The penalty's been given, so the referee has to send him off. Yeah. And he even went to the he went to the monitor. So how does he not? That's what I mean. It? Some games they give it. Some games they don't. It, it's either all. How, or how have they come to that conclusion yeah. where it was just a penalty? He stopped the goal scoring opportunity. It's true. Back to over to you, Spears. You're someone who sort of suffered with the David Luiz decision with the exact same rule. Um, what's your thoughts, mate? So I didn't want to talk about the penalty thing. I wanted to go back on what Greg was saying about. Getting, having some money to spend. Do you think it's time that we stop pretending Klopp's some genius playing Firmino as like a central floating striker and actually get someone who can actually score some goals? Because Firmino is just not doing it. Yeah. Pretending he's a striker when he's not. He's, can't you drop him back into midfield and suffer and sort some no, of those? Listen, I've, I've, I've kind of... 
kind of come, the way, mate. I've kind of come to the end with Firmino, mate, to be perfectly honest. Like, how can you be called a striker and don't score goals? And he doesn't even look like he can, even from outside the box when he strikes the ball and that. He's got nothing. And you've got Mane coming out and praising him, saying that he should get more praise than him and Salah. And I'm like, what are you on, Geese? Like, really? Yes, his link-up play can be fucking amazing at times. Look at, I talked about it, the Leicester game. That assist, unreal. But then he fucked up and gave them the opportunity to score. He, he's... He's, he's that sort of bit, player that, when it's not going well, a bit like Ozil. He's become you know, a liability, the yeah. Career, they're the player that always gets a stick and Listen, it's not going your way. It's easy to point at him. But. If, Jota's, if Jota's fit, he ain't playing, 100%. Yeah, no, that's, that's 100% true, yeah. And then potentially what you're saying with the money, he could he could be like, not out the not out of the not out the club, but it definitely he's like one where we could go and strengthen in that position, and he his position is under threat, massively, I would say. Um, Struggers, over to you, mate. Yeah, just um, just on the penalty quickly. In an ideal world, that's never a penalty, is it? I mean, all of us are going to agree. If you're that's on a Sunday morning, and someone goes. And the, ref, the ref gives that, so he's getting beaten up, isn't he? Yeah, big time. There's no way that's there's no way that's a penalty. But with the, the problem is with the rules now, it it is, isn't it? The ref didn't. Re, well, what I mean is the ref didn't have a cho- yeah. the ref didn't have a choice to, but to give it. But well, he could he could have gave think, a foul for a knee in the head. Yeah, but he's <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. No, look, as I said, the attacking <clears> team, whoever that is, you're looking at a penalty there. Yeah, I just think. It's the rules that are all wrong for me mm. and how the refs are interpreting them. I don't think they know what's going on after time. But anyway, we spoke about the penalty. I just wanted to ask you, like, obviously, transfer-wise, a forward, the number nine is probably high on the list. But where else do you reckon you need to buy to get back to where you were? I'd imagine another centre-half, maybe a centre-mid. Well, it, it's hard, really, because if Gomez is going to... His injury... His <clears> injury um, his injury like history ain't great. He's had a lot so of injuries, mate. So it's like if he's persistently going to be the new Matt of keep getting injured, we do need another centre back. And then you're looking at maybe we're now them going, so he's hard to replace. So who do you go and replace him with? Yes, we have got young players, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, they're, but they're not ready. Like Curtis Jones is maybe ready, but. I would still say of more more of a supporting role, like maybe, you know, not a starter, not a guarantee. He's only playing so many games now because he's got so much promise and he is doing very well, but also because a lot of people are injured, that he's actually getting a lot of game time. Mm. So mainly, I would say be replacing Wijnaldum, getting a striker that can actually be a vocal point and score goals to take the, the burden off of Mane and Salah and a centre-back. Yeah, so you're looking at like three big signings that could, are down the spine. The players you need, that's going to cost an absolute fortune, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. The players that Liverpool would want to bring in for those positions. And with FFP, I, I mean, like what Pat said, I have heard that they have kept money back sort of to do what they did before with the Allison and Van Dijk sort of situation where they go and just buy big. But... It's, as you say, it's maybe three, maybe three players, and if you're trying to spend big like that, you're looking at maybe FFP then. Oh, on yeah. on the back of that, Strug, 
like when you was on, on on the stoop on the weekend after the game, obviously me and Kyle trolled the fuck out of you in the comments while you was on there. <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, <laughs> I did put one on there, and it, even though it was to like rile you up, it, it was a genuine point, which was if you don't finish in the top six, you're going to need to sign a hell of a lot more because you ain't keeping Salah, you ain't keeping Mane. They ain't sticking about for a team that ain't in Europe. And regardless of what you've achieved, it's not happening. And I don't the, know. the problem, maybe like, I suppose Van Dijk will probably stay purely because the money you've put on into him, someone would have to pay astronomical money to get him and no one would be able to do that. But when you look at the fact that these guys, there's been rumours that they might be going anyway. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if you was to be challenging and winning things. What's keeping them at Liverpool if they don't get in in, in Europe? Because it's not like they're going to go, oh, maybe if I stay about, I might get another Premier League yeah, or Champions League. not like they haven't won. They've already done that at the club. Yeah. So that's, they might, do you know what I mean? And, and the other the other problem is this sort of young generation of your, your Harvey Elliott, your Curtis Joneses that are coming through, that they're, they're, they're talented boys. They're too young. They're they could be sort of victims of the circumstance in, in the fact that they're going to be thrown in because of these, say Salah, Mane, people like that are, are gone. Why now, them? You ain't attracting the the, the names that were, you were li- linked with, your Haaland's and Mbappe's and that. They ain't coming to you if you ain't in Europe. If you ain't in the Champions yeah. League, they ain't coming to you. So it's going to be very hard for you to sort of like regain your status as this, yeah, this one is of the powerhouses said. alongside City this if you don't said. finish in the top four, let alone top six. Well, this Before you know it, you're Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, it's, it's very similar to when we slipped out. It's yeah. so much harder to get, get those players. And as you've seen, it's been a slow... Yeah, but we, we were having to sell our be- one of our best assets every season for fucking five or six seasons. And we still were finishing in the top four. We were letting players go. We were fucking City's feeder club for about three years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take Sagna, take Clichy, take fucking Colo. Yeah, Adi take, Bayo. take, Adi Bayo. take <laughs> a few more. Fuck yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it could be a slippery slope. You just join the club. Well, if there's a, if it's ever a word of warning, mate, when we missed out on Europe, that was our downfall. Within two, within four seasons after that, we was in League One. That's so really enjoy that one. That's truly. I'd love to see it. Well, at least I'll be able to go to a game. (laughs) (laughs) It was still hard to go to Ellen Road. We were still selling the cunt out. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, well, we'll we'll finish that off anyway, Greg. I'll let you sort of cry into your cup of tea. I will, mate. Um, And we'll move on to the next one. And we've got a a very happy hammer there in the middle of the screen. Definitely, Mr. Shrug, and a lovely 2 0 win over, over the Yiddos. What's your thoughts, pal? Well, I wish it was 2-0, but it's 2-1, unfortunately. Oh, sorry, 2-1, yeah. I did get one back. No, it was a good win, obviously. I'm well happy with that. I mean, weren't the best performance from us, but we've done enough to to win it. I mean, started off really well, uh, put a bit of pressure on him. I think Bowen put the ball in and, yeah, we spoke about, we've been speaking about keepers a lot on here recently and fucking up. And we haven't mentioned Loris, but he's doing it every week at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. Again, should have saved that. I mean, it was their, their defenders as well. Uh, Eric Dyer. I mean, he's, he's awful. If he's anywhere near the England squad for the Euros, I'm 
I'm switching off. I ain't watching. That's what it. scares me. I think he will be. Yeah, yeah, but he's, one of, he's one of Southgate's bum boys, isn't he? Fucking yeah. dreadful, Dyer. He is toilet. Mount. I've him said it for years. First names on the team sheet. Him and Mount. I think he's been shit for years. Years and years. And I, for some reason, every Tottenham manager seems to pick him. Southgate seems to pick him. I don't see it. I don't see it at all. And no, he showed mate. it again on on Saturday, uh, on uh, Sunday. Even he was he was awful again. And luckily for us, he, he missed it. And uh, Loris couldn't keep hold of it. And Antonio scored. And we're glad we had him back as well. To be fair, because he's always been a bit of a pain uh, for Tottenham. I think he, he always was. scores against them, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? Was um, that goal he scored a couple of seasons ago against them that someone chipped it over and he hit it on the volley? Was that against Tottenham? Yeah, I think so. Down the and right scored... wing, and he sort of dinked it over, and he whacked it top bins. Yeah, and he's he's the first um, first away player to score at their new ground as well. I think. Antonio. Yeah. Oh, right, fair play. Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah, no, he's yeah, he's a bit of a bit of a fawn in their side, really. But I mean, the rest of the first half, it was pretty even. Nothing really, nothing really happened. I don't, I can remember anyway. Um, second half starts, and obviously Lingard scores two 0 up. But then VAR decides to get involved, and we're watching. Replays of it for ten minutes. I can't. I still, still now, I can't work out what the fuck they were looking at because he's he's on the side. Uh, four nails don't well. can't be in. Yeah, if they're looking at four nails, he's not interfering. He, he ain't touched the ball, and regardless, it's come off the Tottenham defender's the Tottenham knee. Defender, yeah. So I don't know why they had to watch it for ten minutes to work that yeah. out. I could. I could I was confident that they goal they'd give the goal, but the longer it goes on, the more you're thinking, what have they seen that I ain't? And they're gonna find a way to to rule it out. Luckily they didn't. Um yeah, went two 0 up. And then I mean Bale came on for them after that. And I think yeah, quite a good game. Yeah, he played all right. Yeah, he did come on half time actually. He was yeah. their best player. Yeah, I think they, they looked a lot better with him on, on the pitch. Um and it's probably the best game he's had for him. Not that I watch him every week, but I'd, I'd be pretty shit. You'd be a bit uh, of a pervert, wouldn't you, Strug? Massive, yeah. You're a member of a golf club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think they looked all right when he, he played quite well. And they just couldn't... We, we rode our luck in that second half, to be fair. But, yeah, that because Bale at the bar, Sun, I think, at the post. But, fuck them. We've... <laughs> We've, I think we're top of the league for teams that have hit the post in the bar this season, so we're due a bit of luck when it comes to comes to that. Um, Rice's this, clearance was unreal as well. Yeah, oh, was, oh yeah, brilliant. That was uh, unbelievable, wasn't it? How he's, was it a three, three of them are through on goal, and you see the, the image of it where they're all like, approaching the penalty area. He's like two yards behind, and somehow he gets in front of in front of their players and, and manages to clear it. He, he had another brilliant game. Suchek was, was brilliant as well. Um yeah, not really much else to say. I mean, we rode our luck a bit in the second half, but fuck it, that I'll take that. Don't really bother me. Um, yeah, happy with it. Well, happy with it. Move on, fourth in the league, and Lo- love, love, lovely, uh, mate. Yeah, that's that. Um, Kyle. Yeah, no, just well, touching on Declan Rice there. Um, like, obviously, yeah, this season, like we've spoke about it before, and. He's, he's for me. He's just getting better and better, and he's really he's turning me on massively lately. He really is. But right. realistically, like if he does, how much do you reckon he's worth? How much realistically? And not this oh eighty million. I mean, well, if you think he is, he is. But no, he realistically, is. if if he if he's going to go, 
How much do you reckon he's worth? Well, how long has he got on his contract, Stro? Years, I think. Years. And how much did you pay for Slabhead? Exactly. So I, you're saying 80 million. I'm saying 100 million. You're saying it might not be worth that to you, but to West Ham, he's worth 100 million. Yeah. I think, that's the, I think that's the thing where people put price tags on players' ends. And like I say, 100 million for Rice, you're like, fuck off. But he's worth that to us. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I'd ask for him. I he's mean, just, he's if, a skipper if now. 80, yeah, if 80 million comes in, he's probably going, to be fair. But is anyone going to pay him? I just think he can get better as well. I don't think this is the end for him. I think he's gonna, he could get, he, he's got a couple of levels. I feel like he could go even more. Say, saying that, that though, Jonesy, I think the best thing for him is staying at West Ham. You've seen yeah, it. If they carry on like this, yeah. Over and over again, these players that end up starting to form a fucking good career under them, you think, yeah, he's going to be unbelievable. And then they end up jumping ship and going to a Man City, a fucking uh, Liverpool, a Man United, a Chelsea, any of these sort of clubs. And they right. very rarely amount to what they could have. I think the best thing for Declan Rice is stay at West Ham. Well, Wil- Wilf is a is a prime, prime example. example. Has to, had to go back to where he started to to be that that big fish again because he obviously just likes be you know and it's his thing. It's his home club. He's the big fish. Yeah. Declan, well, the thing is, he's same thing. captain now at West Ham. He's yeah. One of the first names on the team sheet. It seems for England at the moment. Uh, he's only getting better. We're, we're fourth in the league now. Uh, Chelsea was sniffing around him, weren't they? We're, yeah. we're above them. So, I mean, I don't know if we're going to be above them at the end of the season, but there ain't a massive, there ain't a big gap there anymore What Chelsea from what Chelsea used to be and where we were last season. And I saw, I've seen him every season for the last four years or however long he's been in the team. And I saw, I was up at Burnley. It was the last game of the season years ago when he got his debut. And he come on like we didn't know who he was. And he only got about five minutes, but he looked brilliant. And every season he's just getting better and better and better. And like where he is now, he's I, mean, I think he's one of the best DMs in the league. He's got to be. Oh, he is, yeah. Yeah. His drumming um, skills need a bit of work though, don't they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look like he's milking a cow, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm more at home. Spearsy, over to you, mate. I just wanted to speak about Mourinho. Just wonder how long he's got, he's got left. Because I mean, this time it takes for the clubs that he's manager off to implode is just getting shorter and shorter. And I mean, how long was it? Man United, three years at Man United. What a year and a half now at Tottenham. And it's I let him stay there. Just let him fucking stay there forever. <laughs> Happy for that time. Yeah, it's all gone tits up already. But I think his it's next job's got to be international football, where he only sees the players every two months, three months, <laughs> and he can't piss them off. <laughs> Understand why he hasn't done that earlier. Why? Why when he left when when Man United that ended? Why didn't he just fuck off and manage Portugal and let it be done? Yeah, because he's not suited. I don't think his style suited anymore to managing every week. He sought Wenger for a similar thing. Staying at Arsenal, said he won't win nothing. Career was going downhill. But what's he done for the last four or five years? Exactly the same. Mm. So the irony on that point, Matty, is the game has sort of had developed a bit and Wenger's style was a bit outdated and yeah, exactly. the Mourinho style of football was sort of the anti-Wenger. Yeah. It's got full circle now. Yeah. Wenger's sort of free-flowing style would be perfect nowadays. The yeah. way the game is played. I, like, 
yeah, it's playing from the back and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's gone full circle. And like you said about Mourinho, just looking at the stats here, I've pulled up. They've lost six out of their last seven games, and their only win in them games was West Brom. Yeah. I think he's lucky that Liverpool have been in the form they're in because they're sort of taking the limelight away from how bad yeah. Tottenham have been. Everyone's talking about Liverpool. They're sort of slipping under the radar with how terrible they've been. And the thing is, their next three games, they've got Burnley, Fulham and Palace. If they don't come out of that with seven points at least, Big. I think he's gone. Yeah, he could be. He's gone. I just if they, even if they tight. lose their next one, if they lose to Burnley, bye-bye Mourinho. See you later, Sanjay. You think the they're going to pay you him want out? Tottenham to win so he sticks around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, fucking win it. Do you know what I mean? Runs him into the ground, yeah. Make the suffering last longer, yeah. Do you think Tottenham would pay him out, though, to get rid of him? I don't know, he's talking... a tight cunt, Levy, isn't he? Well, that's yeah, what I'm saying. And the thing is, though, in the media today, they've come out with the uh, Leipzig manager as potential to be Tottenham's next manager. That Brendan Rodgers was mentioned before that, a couple of days before that as well. Why would you leave Leicester? Rogers, yeah. Are you really going from Leicester to Spurs? No. Nah. I'd say Leicester's the better project. Much the better. Only, the only draw oh, that Leicester can only get better in my Leicester opinion. recently won the Premier League. When did, yeah. when did Tottenham last win anything? The only draw that they've got is a billion pound stadium that they don't need. Like, the, the, and it's going to how long it's going to take for them to pay that back? Because... Yeah. It took us years to pay back the Emirates, years and years, yeah. and that's and that's four hundred million more. Like, like you said, selling your best players for eight years straight—that's what pays. You know what I mean? And and before we come to you, Strub, the other thing, like the same point as I said to you, Greg, in regards to Liverpool, Tottenham don't finish in the top six. They're fucked. Bye bye Harry Kane. Yeah. Bye bye Son. Yeah. Like. So many of their players are jumping ship and it's see you later time. Will be gone as they well. will be bare bones and before you know it, they're mid-table mediocrity again. Because Kane, with his sort of injury record, he's probably only got one big contract left in him because he ain't going to play till he's like 35, 36, is he, with the injuries he has? No, he's not. So he's, he's got to be looking for that, that move, I think, now. He's got yeah. proper biscuit ankles, isn't he? If he doesn't move this summer, I don't think the move's ever happening for him. Well, isn't there talks of him linking back up with Poch at PSG? Yeah. You really see him at PSG? I don't see him at PSG. I no. think it's it stay in England for me. I think it goes to United. Go to Man United, personally. That's where I would go. Mate, the cunt but, can't I don't even see speak English. How's he going to learn French? Give me a pill, Yeah, well, you know, obviously, I've got a of the week. Um, On your... Fucking Let's go. He's got no chance, has he? Let's go. Let's go. Struggles over to you now, mate. Yeah, just going back to Mourinho, I don't see him getting sacked there. Not not till the end of the season, because I think he's... Levy wanted him in, didn't he? He he was his main man. And I think that's his little project. So until they've seen how they've got on in the Europa League, they still got that. They're still in that, and they've got the League Cup final. I think if he wins, wins one of them, he's not going to. But Who's the, final I think gonna... <laughs> the final against City. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. He ain't going to win that. They ain't going to win the Europa League either. But I think as long as they're in there in those competitions, they got a chance to win the fucking cup. They're he's going to keep hold of him, but he's not going to go anywhere till the end of the season. But I just wanted to say, the football West Ham are playing at the moment with Moyes is the football. I think Mourinho wants to be playing, or Mourinho should be playing that counter-attacking football. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's true, mate. I, like, you, you are right in the terms of the sort of the League Cup final might be his his buffer to keep him in in the job. I think they might be banking on winning that because yeah. if if they if they do win it, they, it's it's going to be a success, successful season even if they finish fucking fourteenth because they don't win mm. trophies like. This well, they're, they're not going to this season, are they? The, the serial trophy winner, even if, it's a, even if it's a League Cup. But, mate, his, his best option is going for the Europa, 100%. At the, at the end of the day, City are in too yes. good a pool, one-off game or not. And I know Tottenham beat them, but that was the last team to beat them. And one-off game. And you, do, you never know with Mourinho, he could park the fucking bus and City could struggle to break them down and they nick a fucking goal. It could, it could happen. He's done it so many times. Could. And if they do do that and then they go on and win the Europe, they've done the double. Do you know what I mean? And that's a massively successful season for them. Again, it ain't going to fucking happen. They're not going to win anything. But if he did, and they, Levy, you're probably right, that's probably what's keeping him in the job, the fact that Levy will be banking on that. Yeah. I think if they were to go out of the Europa, it, obviously they're not in this round because they've, pretty much got the tie one already. If they was to go out in the Europa in like the next round or something and haven't won the League Cup, then I think it might be fuck him off and get someone in before the end of the next season. But I don't know. And again, the other thing is to keep them sort of players, they're going to need a fucking good good manager and then a big name. Because, do you know what I mean? If, if you ain't, what's keeping these players about? Not a lot. Yeah, it's good though, isn't it? Tottenham struggling like that. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, because Mourinho, he said um, before our game, he was he done an interview and he was saying, uh, he's like, oh, West Ham are doing well, um, but he, I think he, in essence he said, but we're going to drop and Tottenham are going to finish above us, basically. And then and then we beat them two one at the weekend. I, he keeps coming out with stupid shit like that. And whatever, I think whatever he adds, Mourinho, he's definitely lost, isn't he? Yeah. He's then got it. Time. He's passed it. I mean, yeah, it's brilliant. It's happening to Spurs. I mean, couldn't wish it on a better fucking team. Bunch of deluded <laughs> mugs. And they're never going to win nothing. <laughs> they're never, it doesn't matter. They could get, they could get anyone in. They ain't going to win nothing. Like it's Tottenham. It's just... I, know, I know we're not exactly flying, but I'd, I'd rather Arteta over Mourinho any day at, 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 at the present moment. But we'll touch on that in a moment. But yeah. I, you, you again. You might laugh. We're only a point behind Tottenham. Look at what they've fucking. Well, look at what they've outlaid in in that team and that stadium and that. And who would you rather play for, Bielsa or Mourinho? Yeah, well, probably Mourinho actually, because you'd have to work a lot less hard. But <laughs> just yeah, have to no, sit yes. in your own box, didn't you? But yeah, <laughs> we'll um we'll, we'll end the discussion on them fucks anyway, because I don't think anyone likes them. I've got no reason to really dislike Tottenham, but I still don't. I still don't like them. It's weird, isn't it? But I don't it know. <laughs> um, the next game, Arsenal Man City, which to be fair is a good result, boys. You've only lost one nil <laughs> after conceding in the third minute. I thought yeah. it was going to be a rout. Yeah, we all did, didn't we? In the WhatsApp group, it was going on. It's going to be a cricket score and that. But Speezy, we'll let you um, we'll let you go in first because you was the uh, the sole gooner who actually predicted that you'd lose as well. No, I That's how confident you was. Mm. Um, what do you reckon, mate? It just had massive pre-season friendly vibes to it, like that second half. Dreadful. I think City had three or four different gears 
they could have flicked through. I mean, Richard. we just looked like we were happy just to lose 1-0. I was waiting for Sven to make his seven substitutions at half-time. It was just like a proper pre-season friendly. It was terrible. I, I mean, we had nothing. We didn't threaten at all going forwards. And like I say, they could have clicked through and smashed us if they wanted to. See, I think they were resting themselves for, for their game tomorrow. Just, yeah, I mean, we'll take that 1-0. I predicted three, so could always be worse, eh? Yeah, too right. Dave? Yeah, uh, not a lot to add. I mean, I predicted a 2-1 win for us. <laughs> but um, that was just more hope than anything else. Um, I've just seen it. What is that noise? Who's knocking one out? Who's having a wank? Someone's frantically tapping a button or something. One of those voices. <laughs> it's going again. Who is it? There you go. Gone? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. Bit of vibration. Right. Someone's yeah, playing um, track and field, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Denise Lewis has oh, time long. T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just only because I'd seen us pull out an unexpected win a couple of times in the FA Cup. I was hoping maybe maybe we could have a shock, shock, but nah. It was just you know pretty much what everyone expected apart from the scoreline. They still dominated us. They, they just didn't score four or five as as was expected it's pretty depressing to come away feeling kind of positive that you've only lost one nil but just you have got to appreciate the levels that hit city are hitting this season compared to everyone else especially especially arsenal and just coming into the game i was i was worried thinking oh shit you know gundogan's been on fire you've got aguero coming back you've got de bruyne coming back you're thinking cheers but and then when it starts, I completely even forgot about Mares, and he was fucking ripping Tierney to shreds. Poor, poor geezer just come back from injury. He must have just been like, what the fuck's going on here? T- two minutes in, I mean, the annoying thing was the goal, Holding's just gone asleep and, and left Sterling. Um, to be honest, if we didn't concede then, we would have probably conceded five minutes later anyway, because I do feel like they were unstoppable at the beginning and they would have kept going until they got that goal and then when they got it and realised that we couldn't lay a glove on them they just settled back into second gear but that being said we did try at times but I do think that the minimal times we made it forward they defended very well like Stones and Diaz are proven to be a real good um, duo at the back there and I mean I was a bit disappointed with, with Odegaard, if I'm being honest, because I didn't really realise it while I was watching, but when they sort of highlighted some of his contribution after, you, you see some of the players, like like people like Zaka, who get accused of passing backwards all the time. You look at the options he had, and he had nothing. No, no one to part, no one showing themselves. And Odegaard's the one who's supposed to come forward and offer himself and be brave. He's the, he's the baller. He's coming as the Ozil replacement. And he, he was, uh, I think a few of them were hiding, to be honest. I mean, you can't blame them. They're scared of taking the ball away. We get torn apart. But, yeah, I mean, it's disappointing to be so far from that level. But at the same time, at least it wasn't too damaging. Like, we can go into the next game and, and not we've not really... Obviously, there was three... Well, not realistically, there weren't three points there. But they've come got nothing out of a game. But they've still... They can go into the next game without too much of a step, setback. So, that's it, really. Fair play, mate. Right, Dave, I won't worry about being that far off that level, mate. Every fucking team about is, so you're in good company, mate. 
Um, Matty, we'll come to you and then we'll come over to, to Greg and Strugger who've got a few bits to say. So, Matty, what's, uh, what's your thoughts on it, mate? I don't know. I just, well, I agree with a lot of the points that Spear and Dave mentioned. You know, they are, they are on another level. So, I predict... I, again, I predicted that we would get beat. I hated to do that, but I knew it was going to be the case. I don't think anyone's shocked that we lost the game. But same as what Spearsy said, they were in gear two. They had another four gears to find if they wanted. As soon as we've gone 1-0 <clears throat> down after two minutes, I'm afraid to say the game was already lost. I mean, how could you think that you have no chance at all of getting back into it? Because that's what I thought it was. Um they just coasted through the game, really. And like poor Tierney, he's got Kylie Minogue in his head. I'm spinning around because Mares tore him a new one in the first fucking 10. I mean, and this, and this is a, get, let's get it right. This is a player that doesn't even start every week. That's how good they are. He ripped, and Tierney's meant to be one of the best fullbacks in the league. He ripped him to shreds. Um, the goal, I was massively disappointed with Rob holding. I don't think you can blame Bellerin for that. I think it's more of the centre-offs call from where the ball landed. Sterling's five foot seven. He's got a free header. Really? Come on. It was poor. Um, and looking at the looking at the games moving forward, I don't hold a lot of we're not gonna get we're not gonna beat Leicester. Uh, we're not good enough. And the reality is now I think we we we're not a top four club. I don't think we have been for some time and there's other clubs that are on the up and that are consistently doing better better than us. Like the Leicesters, like, you know, West Ham are doing very well this season. But I don't I don't know what it's going to take to get us back there. I don't know if it's a move with the board. Rumour has it that we, there's a Nigerian businessman worth 20 billion, I think Arsenal fan, looking to buy the club. Would that be the worst thing in the world, given that Kronke is very stubborn to put his own money in the club and he's got a habit of managing teams that are not very, not doing very well in the, the level of sport that they're at, but they're doing well financially, business-wise, and making him profit. So maybe a takeover at some point wouldn't be the worst thing so we can try and get back up the, the levels that we once were because you need money to win in, to succeed in this game. No, Sick. no, luck. This yeah. Nigerian billionaire will have about a pound to his name. No, <laughs> apparently he's tried to buy the club for quite some time, but it's the same thing when we had Usmanov on the board. He was worth was it, 13 and a half, 14 billion quid. And those old school English people that are on Arsenal's board that are like 98, I think all fucking four of them, they just wouldn't relinquish him any more funds Cheers. in the club. They Percentage. fucked off and reinvested his money in something else. So... Everton, I think. I mean, yeah. But going back to that, another player that I want to I wanna criticise, and I'll openly criticise him, I don't care if he scored a hat-trick against Leeds, is Aubameyang. He didn't do fuck all in that whole game. His hold-up play is fucking shocking. He's played 400 minutes more than Lacazette, and Lacazette scored the same amount of goals as him. He doesn't even seem to have that... Yard of pace that he had. Like, there was a couple of times where he's sort of running alongside John yeah. Stones, and Stones and has he, not only matched him, but then just muscled him off as well. And he's, he's also, you know, getting it, the, giving him a card out, like the one, an imaginary card because he got barged off the ball. Hang on, mate. You're supposed to be one of the best strikers in the Premier League. You shouldn't have to be doing that. But he looks, he looks clueless. Andy Townsend was on Talksport today. I don't know if any of you saw the interview. And it's made me think because I've never actually looked at it like this before. What does Aubameyang offer apart from putting the ball in the net? 
Now, that might sound like a stupid statement, but what is he doing for the rest of the game? His hold-up play is fucking abysmal. His short passing ain't the best. And I don't think he's contributing the way he should be. He's meant to be captain of the football club. He's, not, he's never been a captain in a million years. He makes everyone else's barnet look better. I'll give him that. No, but I mean, what a, going back <laughs> to the Arsenal lads, what do you think about Aubameyang and how, it's, how you think it should pan out moving forward with him? I think he should be stripped of the captaincy. I don't think he's a captain. Well, Dave, we'll we go to you, your, your response to Matty as well, because you, you've got something else to say as well. And then we'll come to, to Greg and Strug after. But what's your response to what I, I was going to say, going firstly back to what it right, was. Right, that, that wanking noise is happening again. It might be this table running. You know? Dave, it's you, mate. It's, it's a rattling table. table. <laughs> it's a secret one. It's Jody. <laughs> <laughs> pops the heads up Hi boys. <laughs> yeah no, so uh, to move the club forward I think it's, it's basically going to take a shitload of money and it's going to probably take a new owner because these these Cronkies they're just yeah. the typical like we've said before American investors that they, they don't really care about football that they're, they're more interested in the baseball yeah. and the football yeah. teams they own there was recently a stat that showed you how much each owner had personally put into each club. He put fuck all in. Zero pounds. Zero pounds, the geezer. Zero. Literally not a penny of his own money was put oh, in. Really? Yeah. Worse than that, he's took like, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but no, he's that's right. That's right. out of the, 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 the club or something. It's just fucked. Like, he's, he's got no that's intention. dreadful. He's, he's got no intention of, of laying... Oh, shit, that's why. He just wants to... look, look at what we had to do. We're supposed to be... I know we've been off the pace for ages, but historically, we're one of the biggest clubs in England. Yeah. And we've got to like sell people like Martinez and, and stuff like this to scratch together a few quid to buy Partey. It's, it's bollocks. Like They shouldn't be... He, he, he's, been, he's been a great signing, he has, and he's oh. fucking injured every week. Yeah. So, but, yeah, I think we need, we need an owner like that who's passionate... Who wants to? Who's like going to support the club as well as back it? Um, I do think Arteta is the right guy. I think he's just gonna. He's just struggling in the in the setup he's in. But yeah, in my opinion, he's the he's the right guy. But we yeah. haven't got Man City's players. Exactly. You can't exactly. Man City if you ain't got the, the level of player, then players yeah. cannot do what he wants them to do. And he, yeah. and unfortunately for him, he might become a victim of that and end up getting the sack. Because we've lost 11 league games and there's going to be at least four or five more by the time the season's done. And that's what worries me about the modern football because I don't want to see him go. I think he's got a lot more to, to, to give, Arteta. I really do. Yeah, and, um, with regards to Aubameyang, I, I mean, I can't, I can't argue against what you're saying. He, he is not... Even if he's banging in goal after goal like he was last year, he's still not any way, shape or form a captain. He's got no leadership qualities. I mean, yeah, the leadership quality as in all... What a great goal! You've just got us out of that one. That's 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 good, but it's not a captain. For me, Tierney's more of a captain than he is. When we was in that proper shithole earlier in the season, the, the people who showed bottle and stood up was was Tierney and and Saka. They're the ones who showed the real bottle. And if you're looking for someone to drag you out of a hole, they were the they were the two who showed they've got. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying make Saka the captain, but you know what I mean. Yeah. That, that, that was oh, yeah. But you... was sulking and. Someone who's a present going to set me up with a chance. Yeah. Well, but before we venture into becoming Arsenal fan TV, we'll we'll go over to uh, to Greg. What what was your sort of thoughts from from an outsider, mate? Um, just a few things, really, like from what they've just said as well. But um, 
Like you've done really well to keep it. I didn't think that Leno had a lot of trouble from the rest of the game once once you conceded the goal anyway. I thought you'd done all right to keep it down, obviously, but without actually offering a lot. You lot you lot didn't offer a lot going forward at all. But um going to your points, like um Arteta's your man. He is, if he's allowed if you enable him to, as you say, let you take like let him take you forward. But it's having the people give the money and getting some players in that can really take him forward. Um, but Odegaard, as you say, he wasn't great. Um, I think they probably might have been better off playing Smith Rowe. But I think he obviously chose, it was a choice between both of them. And I would actually go as far as to say he's shown more faith in Smith Rowe this year than, than any other. And he probably picked Odegaard over him because of where he's come from and his perception of obviously this last two weeks since he's come in or three weeks, whatever it is. I don't know why he picked him over Smith Rowe, but I think he had one eye on the Benfica game on trying to save a couple of people for that, in my opinion. Potentially, yeah. Smith Rowe's a legend, mate. He's a Leeds legend, old Smith Rowe. Got us promoted. (laughs) What a boy. I think the team does look more fluent when Smith Rowe starts. But for me, Arteta has got to bring Lacazette back in and play him in the middle and play Bamiang out wide. Because I think the combination of him out wide, Lacazette in the middle, Saka, and then either Smith Rowe or Odegaard behind works better. Because Odegaard plays so much better. It's also a big game to bring Odegaard in yeah. when, he's, when, he, when he's so new to the club. So yeah. he, hasn't, he doesn't know exactly how everyone plays. I know he's been training for maybe two or three weeks or whatever. But he played well against Benfica in the week. Yeah, but... At the start, it's kind of like you're running a wave, isn't you? Like, yeah. where, and then against Man City, you can't carry that wave on. You've got to know how people play and whatnot. Yeah, no, and and he probably he probably suffered from that. And obviously, it's probably one of the hardest games to to start. Yeah. Anyway, but um, the next point you made, like Abamyang, um, <sighs> yeah, he is your out and out goal scorer. But again, I. He hasn't. I personally don't think he's been the same since last year. No, he hasn't. Not even close. There's something. There's something gone. He he had the X factor last year. He yeah. would still. He would still score goals like bang. And then this year, it's, it's like, like he's aged in three months. It's like yeah, yeah. It's, it's like they've, they've come really. They're they're really coming hard like to come by now. His goals and that like. He was playing for a contract, mate. That's what that was. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is it. Yeah, that it's is the of, case. Then that's. Fucking disgraceful if it is. That's but right. like again, Oka does you, it every year. Matty Boyle, <laughs> like you know, you said he's never a captain either. No, not in a million he, years. He doesn't strike you as a captain. He's never has been. But but who is in your team though? Who is? I I'll put that to you. Who is? Because you tried Jacker. Yeah. Either Tierney, who Dave mentioned, or Leno. Leno or David Luiz for me, if Luiz is playing. Yeah. yeah, but how you, what you're so you're saying someone that you probably actually really want to get rid of should be your captain. Just to oh, chip in, boys, yeah. fucking Chelsea are 1-0 up against Atletico Madrid. Oh, and it's and it's Giroud with an overhead kick. I'm not having that. Oh, Good goal on all to be fair. Yeah. You should have kept No, it. come off the Atletico defender. That's why they've let it let it go, I think. Yeah, so um, go back. 
going back to what Greg said, yeah, obviously it's got to be Le it's got to be Leno or Tierney then, really. That's the only two that I could think would be worthy of it. But I don't know what the other lads think, but I just think we're, we're going backwards rather than forwards. And I don't know if Arteta is going to be given the time that he needs to turn it around. I think he needs serious money. Serious yeah. money. Serious money. He needs about three of 350, 400 million to turn that team yeah. around. But like, like we mentioned with Liverpool and Tottenham, if, if you're not in European competition, Who's gonna you're going to have to lay, aim a bit lower in, in your expectations of signings as well because you're not exactly. you're going to have to sort of do what we're doing in regards to Rafinha and and sign someone who's unknown make, and hasn't really done time. it at that top level and hope that they can make that step. But the players, have, the players have got to take a lot of the blame for this. If you look at Arsenal's first 11 on paper, that is not... That really shouldn't be a mid, that's no disrespect to the other teams. That shouldn't be a mid-table Premier League team. That's that's pushing that's six pushing for the top four. Yeah. yeah but on what, paper. What player out there do you know that takes takes it? It's always the manager that gets it. Yeah, of course. Yes. And they that's always, why the players the take day, their foot off the gas. They know they're safe. Where the manager is yeah. the last is going the back last to Unai, going back to Unai Emre. I mean he, he, his record actually wasn't that bad. No. Better than Arteta's. Better than Arteta's. So work that out. Well, we're, we're sort of going down a, a dead end. So we're struggling. We'll come to you um, with one last sort of point on, on Arsenal and then we'll, we'll move on to the next fixture. Yeah, I was just going to say, just go back to the game. When you went 1-0 down so early, I mean, it is a terrible goal to concede. I mean, you shouldn't be letting Sterling out jump the centre-half there, but Regardless, I, it, that could have gone... When I saw you go 1-0 down that early, I thought, here we go, it's going to be 5 or 6. So, I, from my point of view, I thought Arsenal done all right, to be fair. And it must be hard, whoever you are, playing a team like that, to not sort of mentality to go toward damage limitation, really. If you think you go that one down that early, you think, fuck, it's going to be a tough afternoon. And you've done. All, I think you've done all right to keep it 1-0. And I think yeah. there ain't many teams in the world that are going to come away with much more than that this season. And Man City are just getting better and better. It took them a bit of time to warm up this season, but they really they look unstoppable at the moment. Yeah, I, don't see, I don't see who's going to stop them. In, can't see anyone beating them in the Premier League. At the anyone, and I don't even see anyone beating them in the Champions League either. Did anyone clock the strength of their bench? Yeah. Like looking at their bench. I mean, they've, yeah. got, they've got 300 million pound bench, probably, and more. I mean, it's crazy. Mm. I just wanted to say as well, like, I. I get what you boys are saying about Arsenal. You see them every week. But I wouldn't want to judge anyone on a game against Man City. Yeah. Uh, it's They're like the outlier, aren't they, City? We've got them next, uh, next weekend. And um, we drew of them 1-0 one, one earlier in the season. But like I said, they were warming up then. They're a different team now than they were earlier in the season. If we can... To be honest, if we come away losing 1-0, I'll probably take that at the moment. Rather than getting spanked, I, I think every, every club will look at Man City as a free hit. Like anything's, is, a, bon yeah. anything's a bonus. Yeah, like they are frightening, mate. They're, like we spoke about their level of like the the form that they're in. What was it 20, 24 games now, Ooh, and fun. they've won twenty one of them. Something like that, and and, and eighteen on the on the bounce or something. It's fucking that is ridiculous Phenomenal. form. The only thing is, it's like. What you're saying, Matty, about uh, it's Europe, they just seem to always, even though previous years they've been on bang on fire it, 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 at home, like in the Prem and that, and then they still go away and, and 
don't get a result. Like, don't know what it is about the champs. Maybe this is their year. You just never know. But I, I, for some I reason, that it's just eluded them. Favorites for the Champions League, they have to. They have I, to be. I think they win it this year. Yeah, who's, who's better than them in Europe at the moment? Nobody. Yeah, but we, like Again. Greg said, we've said that before. We, we have said been, that before. Not, not, not. We've said it on here on a, on, but we, yeah. everyone no, spoke said, about it before. Yeah. A couple of years ago, you was like, no one's touching them. Look at them play. But like they say, like Greg, they just can't do it. They, they're very Spursy. They just can't get there. Spursy. <laughs> No one's ever said Spurs are going to win the Champions League, though, mate. Even they were in the final. <laughs> the final, no one was saying they were going to win. Um, right, we'll, we'll, we'll draw a line under that one anyway, boys. Um, and we'll move on to the scum. Um, I don't really want to talk about it, but yeah, Jonesy, over to you, mate. You beat Newcastle 3-1. Well, well fucking done. No, no doubt some, some of you pricks are going to moan about Bruno again so but we're we're well, we I'm call it every week the cunt gets a Panandes doesn't he he loves more it about, more about Rashford's dive to be perfectly honest but oh, grow up Greg you learned from Mo didn't he you learned from Mo Salah what, watch that back in the slow-mo he don't even touch him you can donate as much listen, money as you want to fucking starving children mate you throw yourself on the deck like that you're dead to me listen Joe Willock, you could tell you can tell by the defense reaction when they know no. if they know they fucked up. Because he has it, with VAR there, he could have if he knew he if he knew he fucked up, he would have gone boom. Ref, go and look at that. I've not touched him. But he didn't, he got up, he knows he touched him. Uh, anyway, he the listen, ref is gonna give it no matter what. That's why. Listen, and end of the day, listen, <laughs> like we, we, a lot of us, a lot of us, a lot of us predicted that United were gonna win. I mean, everyone's beating Newcastle. I'm I'm not overly overjoyed by beating Newcastle, but Again, it was just a typical. I'm glad we got the three points because then that's all that matters. But it was another frustrating, unconvincing win. To be fair, like when again, we've, I've said it before, we've not, we're not playing well, but we're picking up. We you know we've been picking up points to make a second, but it's just not good. Martial, I mean, something. Yeah, every week it's just showing more and more out that he's not a number nine for me. On on Martial, Kyle, before you sort of carry on, I've never, ever seen what people seem to go mad about this guy for. Like, you signed him for quite big money. And even at the time, I mean, when he first came over, he had that good performance against Liverpool. He scored a really good goal early on in his his Man United career. But Debut, isn't it? I've never... Like, he's always failed to impress me. I've never seen anything about him where I'm like, yeah, I see what they've spent that money on. I, I, he's, I a, he's a he's 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 a croissant nanny. That is what he's like. He's just <laughs> sorry. He's a croissant nanny. Can you explain that? <laughs> he's a French. French he's a French morning. nanny. <laughs> On his day, you, you look at me and think, "Fuck me, you are unbelievable." But it's not enough. And on his on another day, you think, "Mate, you're absolute crust." But it's just not. Yeah, he just. His form is honestly, again, I've said it before, it's lower than a worm's tit. It's finished. It's fucked. It, I don't know. It, I don't know what. I don't know what. He's like quickly turning you know, into Elliot, a, a squad, a squad <laughs> player. I see. I see. Oh, he's I got swear. the same fucking hairline. I, 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 I see. I see. Oh, Anthony Marshall. I see. I see, Anthony. We, we, we just don't look good. I don't. I don't like Lindelof at the back. He's. He's. His career's... You won, though, right? Well, 
Everyone's beating Newcastle, yeah, man. Everyone's fucking you're beating them. You, you've won every week since you've been on it, and you're still. Yes, but do, uh, do you know why I think I'm angry? <laughs> because as much as I'm over it, you hungry at or point, at, at points this <laughs> at points this season? There's been times this season I've genuinely believed we're going to win the fucking title. So it's fucking you silly cunt. I know. So. It's, <laughs> It kills me when we're fucking just, I see us falling away a bit. Like, and we're not falling away. Well, as much as we are, because we're just getting the gap between us and City is huge. Oh, but we're the best of the rest. Top. So it is, it is hard. It is hard. Jonesy, have a Snickers. You're not yourself when you're angry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, had an, I, I, had an, I had an early dinner. It always kills me. It's a, turning into a late night, early dinner. He genuinely looks stressed and upset and pissed off and his team is second in the league. I just can't understand. Did you watch Did you watch your head? Do you know what? Did you watch the game? Mate, we're mid-table. I don't give a fuck about yeah, it. You were shitting it, to be shit, fair. It was such a shit performance. I'm fed up with watching shit football, clueless football. If it doesn't go through Bruno, it doesn't work. It just If he doesn't play well, it doesn't work. The whole system just falls on his ass. So basically, we'll, if you don't get a penalty, it don't work. No, because he's... Pretty listen, penalties penalty are part of the game. Someone's got to score. Does it matter... Someone's got to score a penalty. So yeah, not every team gets difference? one every game. We didn't we get one, one against Everton. Season. My problem. Blame Carl. Blame the refs. It's not my fault. Your players don't have a dive. Greg, go on, mate. I was no. I was just going to say, like, on. Obviously, we touched on it already. Like, Rashford's dived. Right, hundred percent, he's dived. You've got a penalty. Fair no. enough. No, no, no. Don't know me. He dived. Um, but also, from a Liverpool fan, from a fucking Liverpool fan, he's taking a piss, and he he's taking a piss out of me. You also got away with one, though. You got away with one in your Maguire has elbowed Lascelles. Oh, that elbow! Yeah, that was terrible. People's elbow. It's actually off the ball. He's watching De Gea's ha- watching the ball, right? And Maguire has seen that, and Lascelles coming in, yeah, and he's just right. literally put his—he's put his arm out to stop. He turns him. around, and there's a look as well, doesn't he? He has a look for him, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, how is Var? Not, how does he get away how with Varna, Yeah, it, how is Var not picking up on that? Not, Man not saying, player. It might not have changed the, the old traffic bridge. Yeah, well, it's old traffic, of course it is. Maybe Fergie was at St George's Park. Um, is he not but, dead yet? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's not nice. <laughs> you make you make Carl cry. It's all gone downhill this oh. episode, isn't it? Oh, oh, well, I love. He's my fucking but, hero. But you know, this is the. It's so not a dive, Greg. It's a soft penalty. It's not a dive. No, I've watched. Listen, because I watched it Willock, back again Willock today. Willock would say something. Carl, he's a dive, mate. Willock would, but what? No, it can't be. Willock would have said no, to Willock, him, "I've not touched him." Why is Willock's just got up and gone? Shit. Because he's a slight touch. Doesn't matter who no, you are, who no, you are, or what you've achieved. VAR takes and gives. It gives from the biggest, from the lowest. It takes and gives. If it, if he hadn't touched him, he had, he, they would they would have rescinded. They would have said no. I've been looking at the screen. When did it go against you then? When was that? When, when that, that final whistle went against um, Brighton, it done them out of a point, and it ended up giving them two more. Do you remember? Even after the final whistle, they. Oh no! We'll come back on. We've got penalty to take. Listen, there's been there's been there's been a few times. I'll be listen. How much are you getting paid for this, Kyle? 
sticking up for VAR. It's give and take, give and take. Bollocks, you get way more than anyone else does. He's on Mike D's payroll, mate. I, I, I do know what. Tell maybe one time, get the old fucking stats up about who's got the most VAR decision. I bet, I bet Liverpool are up there and all. Well, you, you say that. I've actually got them here. Um, oh, Leicester are on eight penalties awarded by VAR. You're on seven. So you're second. Hold on a minute. No, but, um, it'd be interesting to see. Like, I'm furious he's not by, top. I reckon points six. gained. No, but I, not on penalties. I reckon points gained by VAR decision or points won. Well, you're up top for a VAR. I bet Liverpool are fucking well up there. I'm telling you. Last year they got everything. We're not talking about last year. What's the matter with you? You keep <laughs> mention, you keep mentioning champions. That's that, that was last year. You certainly ain't going to be this year, are you? Listen, I'm just oh, talking about it. Points overall oh, since VAR was in. VAR started last season, so we're talking about VAR. We're just talking about VAR in general, not you know a certain season. People get them. It's you know, it's just what it is. It's that's what it's there for, mate. Seriously, you defy you defy all the odds, mate. Your team's second, and you you're, you're ranting like you're bottom of the league. It's unreal, mate. Um, no, I'm. You need no, a real know. but you do you do you play shit manage. football though. I don't know how you're second. You Thank shit. you. I, that, that's my problem. I just it'd be nice to it'd be nice to be like a team like City where you can boss a game and play nice football. I know we all want to do, but you. I watch other teams. I watch yeah. West Ham, sometimes Spurs. You watch fucking even Leeds sometimes, and you think they play. But there's there's an idea. There's there's a, there's a there's a you play you play with an idea. Like we just look like we fucking freestyle the whole game and see what freestyle the whole game. Hopefully Bruno gets something. Anyway, I'm just whatever you're doing is working. So, no, I, I don't think it works in a normal season. I really don't. I think this is a fucked up season. Now, and we're dealing with the here and now, and it's working. So I don't know how you can't be happy with it, to be honest. Because but, I feel it's more I feel it's more luck than anything where we are. That's what it is. I don't think we're Everyone actually, else being shit. We're 20... We're 20 I, think, I think we're just lucky. 25, we're, we're, 25 games in, it can't, be, it can't be luck every week, can it, Kyle? I mean, they've had luck for 25 years, let alone fucking 25 <laughs> games. <laughs> No, I don't know. Listen, I'm happy because we're second. But yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah, you look happy. Fucking well, hell. Let's, let, a, again, let's draw thing. a line under that because I can't deal with these fucking scammers. Um, we go with the biggest derby yeah, in Premier mate, League history. So nasty. Look at that smile, look. <laughs> we move on, Pat, to the biggest derby in Premier League history. We said yeah, differently on the last episode, but you weren't on that, so it doesn't matter. Um, I'll listen to it though, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pat. Um, the M23, M23 derby. Before we go uh, into I this, had all your predictions as well. So. Before, before we say about this whole derby thing, Palace sent this fucking bitchy tweet out from the official club after the game saying, oh, So everyone who says it's a derby, it's not a derby, it's a rivalry. And then they put this like the definition of rivalry and then all of this. And then the first comment was brilliant. The geezer killed him. And he went, how comes all this week you've been talking about the Derby? And he screenshotted like eight tweets from the Palace accounts. <laughs> like, derby day coming up this weekend and all this shit. So what, what's going on? But yeah, anyway, you, you beat, beat the mighty Brighton. 2-1, Pat, which was magnificent win, to be fair. We all ripped you off. You, like, you, you stuck by your boys, but... Deep down, I don't think you fancied it. I think it was heart overhead. But um, 
Hakuna Matata and Christian Benteke. What was your thoughts, mate? What a win. I mean, it's a strange one, isn't it? Like, I feel like Kyle, like, all I want to do is, we won, but all I want to do is fucking moan. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously take the win. And it, in a way, it's like, it's kind of sweet winning when you don't fucking deserve to win. Like, we deserve nothing out of that game. How we've got two goals when we've had two touches in their box is, is an absolute joke. But that's class finishing, if you ask me. Huh? It's class finishing, if you ask me, too. Oh, that's it. Yeah, exactly. From, from two world class strikers, obviously. <laughs> um, you were moaning about your strikers, and I said you got Ben Teke, so come on, oh, mate. mate. But um, no, I mean, we were piss poor. It was just a typical. Voyage and set up, don't get beat. And I think even um, Gary Cale came out after the game and said, "Where's Rafael? You know, they're tired of shipping in, tired of shipping in goals constantly, and they just set out not to concede. I mean, they didn't even manage that in the end. But you know, if, if Brighton had a decent striker like Benteke or something, they would have had five or six goals. Do you know what I mean? Like, just, um, but yeah, it was it was poor. Like few positives from it. Obviously, shut two that fucking big, dog up. Oh mate, um, two yeah, two quality finishes. Um, Gary Cale looked like he was sort of back back to a defender. He's fucking going red. Um, <laughs> Someone's got hiccups. The Brighton Um yeah, two decent finishes. Kale looking like sort of back to to something you would sort of recognise when he was in his Chelsea days. Um, and then obviously getting a win without Zaha as well, which is like sort of fucking rare for us. <laughs> the dog is absolutely oh, killing yeah. me, by the way. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, More entertaining than the game anyway. <laughs> We'll let you mute yourself, Pat, while we pass it over yeah. to the boys to have a chat while you can like smother the dog or something. Um, <laughs> Strug, what's your what's your thoughts on it, mate? Uh, yeah, I mean if if you're gonna <laughs> if you're not gonna beat your rivals six nil, I think proper shit in a win like that is the best way to do it. Because if you're a Brighton fan, you're gonna be fucking gutted about that, aren't you? Absolutely battered them and Palace have had two Two chances and scored them both. One right at the fucking end. But where, is Pat still there? Has he gone? He's gone to kill the dog. I mean, I've got a really important. I've got really important <laughs> question. Really important question to ask him. What but, uh, I go to you use to shut the dog up? Get the Nutella. Go to go to Greg first. And I'll, I'll ask Pat. Uh, go question. on, Greg. What was you going to say, mate? Yeah, no, I was just like sort of going to say what Strug sort of said, mate. To be honest, like. What a way to win it after uh, literally being so shit. Like, I think I listened to it, uh, um, the last bit of commentary, and over the two games this season, Brighton have had 44 shots or something against <laughs> Palace. And Palace only, had, Palace only had, like, three or four. Literally, like... Ha, ha, Brighton have had 40-odd shots against just the Palace games. In the two games, they had 44 Jesus. shots or something like that. And they, and somehow Palace have come out on top. <laughs> what was Did they win the last one? Did Palace win the last one? I mean, they drew, actually. I mean, they, they drew of them. But yeah, like, again, I, I weren't really... I just I heard that and I was like... That's yeah, it was one all. One all. 
So 44 shots in two games, and yet they've only scored two goals. And Palace have only had like three or four shots, and they've got three goals. Or like it's unreal. But like the goal was class. Obviously, Akuna's Akuna's back heel was unreal. We was on the blower at the time, Greg, yeah, weren't we? And it's yeah. like, what the fuck's just happened? I know, literally. I mean, when I saw it, I was like, oh my days, he's done a carnu, like literally. And to nutmeg the keeper is obviously beautiful as well. Like. Was it a double nutmeg, or did he just make oh, the keeper? No, I don't think oh, it did. was a double. Oh, I don't. I don't know if it went through Ben White's legs, but definitely through the keepers. Some goal, though. To be fair, but yeah, but yeah. Like it's it's one of them, isn't it? Once once you pull that off, like you get that flip goalwards, the keeper's pretty much got no chance. I'm still not convinced he's meant meant it because. The, from the first touches I've seen from him over the last couple of weeks, I'm convinced he's tried killing that. Well, he set you up. Like, he set he's, your goal exactly, up, Exactly, yeah. He? he was our best player when we played Palace. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. And again, Benteke's, Benteke's... It was a funny one as well, because I think Townsend's cross was actually shit. Like, yeah. it, it's a hopeful ball to the back post, and it's just cleared everyone. And, and Benteke's there, and... I mean, Benteke of old, we, we, he was class, wasn't he, like back in the day and that. But when now, he was at Villa, lethal. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you wouldn't have put it past him back in them days. But nowadays, you're thinking, he's spooning this. He's spooning it. Or, you know, Rosehead coming up and he's just put it in the bottom corner. And you see Graham Potter. It, it went straight to him, didn't it, on the camera. And it's it. just like, <laughs> oh, my days. Like, and then old fucking turkey necks going fucking, yeah. It's like fucking... <laughs> old Roy the boy. You know it, what? But... With, with Roy, I, I can't look at him anymore. <laughs> Since, you, you know that meme and the gif, we've all seen it, where he's sitting there and he gets all excited and then it, it, something obviously goes wrong and he does the old despondent look down. Every time I see, I just picture that gif and it ruins yeah. me. Like, I just can't take him seriously. That oh, here he comes. Sam Pat's back. Um, <laughs> Struck back to you because you obviously had a question for, for Pat. Yeah, um, we were just talking about uh, how good it must be beating your bitter rivals. Um, it's a weird one, isn't it, though, isn't it? What, can you explain to us why they're your rivals? No. It's, Is it because you're the Eagles and they're Seagulls? Ain't it something to do with <laughs> Alan Mullery? It's something to do yeah, with the Tottenham player. Yeah, it's uh, it all started when between Alan Mullery, Alan Mullery and Terry Venables. Um, Just to do with two Tottenham guys. Well, yeah, but yeah, when when Venables is managing us, um, I think they have no, Saturday had a, like, panel, isn't it? Hey, <laughs> it's all it's all Phil Thompson's fault. <laughs> R- Rodney Marsh. <laughs> yeah, it's like to do with them back in like, the seventies or whatever it was. Um, and then it's just one of them that's grown over time. I think it's like, obviously, we haven't got any like proper sort of local rivals like Mill, Cholton, but you know, with us and Brighton, we've always been in and around the same divisions, so sort of just grown over the years, I think. Okay. Yeah. Dreadful. Yeah. Got to be closer to Chelsea than anyone, isn't you? Weird, isn't it? Got to be yeah, quite really close. To, you're, I mean, you're quite close to Fulham like and Chelsea, let's face it. Yeah, well, that, yeah, it's not a million miles yeah. away, is it? But the M23 takes you into Brighton, which joins the A, or the A23 then takes you to Palace. So it's all they can't even pick a fucking it? road. No, no, 
Well, the A23, the, M25, M3, A23, M23 Derby. Just that fucking Fram all in. Rivals with like Crawley or something. Right. I suppose so, yeah. But... And you, you should be in all. They're, they're both nearer to Crawley than you are each other. If you all meet up, each other, don't they? All meet up in Gatwick and have a big fight, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Just before a trip to Benidorm. Yeah. That's the closest they get to Europe. Kyle's anyway. on his way. <laughs> Run into the airport. Yeah. I do feel sorry for you, mate. You fucking, you've, you've got your first win since we've been doing the podcast, and you had to go and see to the dog. Yeah, yeah, the, the dog's no, fucked it. Honest discussion. <laughs> you fucked it. Um, but yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, either... before we we, we <laughs> like finish it off, though, Pat, do you think that win does enough to keep you up? Yeah, I I don't think we would have gone down anyway. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much guarantees it. Because um, you're going to get so more prob- points somewhere. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we probably won't pick up too many more. But you know, we've got West Brom, we've got Fulham, then Tottenham, and then West Brom. So if you can get like six out of out of that. Then uh, then you're laughing. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I suppose it's now between Fulham, Newcastle, and Brighton. Yeah. For that last last relegation place, isn't it, really? I, st- I still think about 35, 36 points to keep you up this season. I think yeah. you'll need a lot less than you usually would. And you're on yeah, 32 yeah. now, so I think like chances are you're going to be all right. But Yeah, that's it, exactly. Especially as we've got a few of the lower teams still to play. But like you said, look, Brighton have only lost one out of six and they're only four points from relegation. Yeah. They could be in shit. But, um, but I think I read somewhere today that that they've only won twice at the Amex since 2020. Okay. It's like, that's poor home form, isn't it? And it's sort of, you know, you need you need decent home form to stay up, isn't it? Oh, your, boy, your boy's already. piped up again. You fucking didn't put enough sun pat on it this time, Pat. <laughs> um, I'll let you sort of go and top back up with you with your peanut butter. but um, And we, we'll call it a night there, boys. <laughs> we're... Um, We've got another recording that we're going to... This will be going out tomorrow. And then tomorrow we're actually doing an interview with with Gareth Graham, uh, ex-footballer. And then that'll be released the following day. And then we'll we'll do another recording like we normally do, boys, with the predictions and the bowler of the week, donkey of the week, before, before the weekend. But, um, but yeah, top draw, lads. That was good. I thoroughly enjoyed myself seeing away some Guinnesses and some GNTs celebrating the Leeds win. And um, yeah, head over to our YouTube channel, Only Football Fans, like and subscribe, and over to Twitter and Instagram at Only underscore Footy underscore Fans. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time, boys. Until then, all the best. Yeah, <laughs>